You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. And welcome to Ring Post Radio here on a Tuesday, but it couldn't be a finer day to talk about professional wrestling and everything that's happening in the world of professional wrestling. Because a, a lot, a lot is happening. I can assure you that much. I am host Ryan Nineteen. With me, as always, is the man, the myth, the legend, the man coming back from vacation, or as much of a vacation he got as he told me earlier, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how are you doing, bud? I'm uh, not great, <laughs> but but I'm here, but I'm here. You are and, here, uh, and I appreciate that, and our listeners should do as well. I guess that's what matters, maybe, for some. Uh, what was I going to say? Uh, <laughs> you had a whole bit plan, I believe. I did have a bit plan. That was the problem. But yeah, I'm back. We're back. And yes, I did decide to pick the vacation where everything happened. I understand that, but what? We're only recording on a two-day delay. That's not too bad. Yeah. I'm excited. A lot of good stuff happened this week. A lot of stuff happened literally like yesterday. So <laughs> let's just let's just uh let's just get into it because I have a lot of thoughts that I've held jumbled up in my head. Yes. Uh, that I would like to uh Get out into the open, even if even if I'm not feeling 100. percent Do you want to tell people what you currently have or what you believe you have? No, they can figure it out themselves. All right, all right. Um, he has. I, I think I think that hinted enough. He's got he's got tuberculosis. Uh, I do not have tuberculosis. Sorry, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption two a lot, so uh, tuber- tuberculosis is is on my mind. Yeah, I would I would prefer not to have tuberculosis. That's fair. That's fair. Um, of course, the biggest news we're talking about is that Great O'Connor is teaming with the Great Muda. All right, see you, everybody. With with don't forget the Great Booker of Noah, Nosawa. Oh, God. Nosawa, of course, yes. You can't forget that. It's gonna be the, wonder, the team of the greats. And I don't know who they're gonna face. I don't think that's announced yet. But yeah, no, uh, a lot of good news. A lot of big week. Uh, yes, Scotty was gone this weekend, but that's fine. I think after today, I was thinking about this this morning, Scotty. I think after today, we'll be back on that Sunday schedule. No, I don't have anything upcoming that will take away that. I think. I mean, I eventually have a wedding, but that's on a Friday and a Saturday, so I'll be good on good to go on Sunday. So yeah, I think yeah. this this weird sort of August time of vacation for you and i i think it's gonna come to a close and now we'll get back to our sunday schedule so everyone can join may have to ruin people's dreams that in two sundays it just might not have to be at 9 a.m i just may need to kick it back an hour but but when those dreams die the the nightmares come out and i pull up a glass of wine from my desk uh come back the night, yeah. If it's if it's nighttime, Scotty, that means the well, nightmare's coming. That's the day out. of uh, All Out, actually. Ooh, are you saying we record during All Out? <gasps> no, 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 no. no that's, could, couldn't be saying that last <laughs> time. Try. Uh, well, we got a big show for everybody here today. Lots of stuff to well, talk about. Well, sorry. 
Stardom X Stardom. We're going to review the, that show that happened. Uh, of course, yeah, the five it's stars. The big show. Sorry. We're going to have the G1 Climax Finals, semifinals and the finals as court, of course. Uh, and then some big drama, big drama coming out of AEW, of course. We'll talk about the, the drama. But of course, like always, we start off with the news. And let's start off with the most relevant news, I guess, would be the talking point there. The news that happened literally. I don't know, uh, 11 hours ago, and that was one Johnny Gargano, Mr. Johnny Wrestling himself, returning to WWE, but not to NXT, but to uh, the main roster, showing up at the end of Monday Night Raw. Mr. Johnny Gargano is back, and maybe better than ever. I mean, not he, t- he took nine months off, so he's back better than ever ready. Uh, to rumble i guess in wwe so scotty what do you think and how do you feel about the return of jonathan garganathan um i was very excited i was actually doing another recording while it happened and i was like wow i would have liked to see that for once but it's okay um i'm excited because i i don't think it was really a mystery as to where he'd end up once you're telling me the what's next panel that he did was not a good, uh, good panel uh, to have? I mean, once Triple H got into power, we, we weren't really here to question anymore. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of when. They did really good at keeping it secret, so none of it was spoiled. It actually surprised everyone. And I'm happy to see him back because I enjoy Johnny Gargano, and I think he should be great. And who, who would have thought Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa both on Monday Night Raw? Oh, yeah. Both made it on Monday Night Raw. I'm fascinated to see what he'll eventually be doing on Monday Night Raw. He'll uh, be feuding with Austin Theory, of course. Oh, yeah. That's actually it's actually not a bad idea, probably. Well, they, they did it at the end of his segment. Oh, you're right. I didn't see the end of the segment. I just saw the entrance and a little bit of the promo. Oh, well, Theory came out and they are like, hey, you can, be my bo- you can be my background guy now because you're the rookie and I'm not. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, and then Johnny Gargano kicked him. Got him. Hashtag got him. They're gonna put the Hashtag. briefcase. They're gonna put the briefcase on him, aren't they? Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Why not? Who cares? Uh, I mean, that would be hilarious. Johnny Gargano Seriously. versus Roman Reigns. Let's do it. Clash of the Castle. Um, uh, <laughs> why not? Um, yeah. No. Uh, I think it's interesting. I don't know necessarily what he'd be doing. You know, he. Ta- I saw backstage promo where he said that he's interested in doing like everything pretty much because you know he's like i want to do the ic title and do the u.s title and do the be the wwe champion i want to wrestle at wrestlemania that's that's you can only do that by being in wwe and these are all true points johnny but i don't know i mean do you i mean what is his ceiling i mean now that triple h is involved what do you think johnny's ceiling is in wwe let me hit you with that Triple H. Uh, I think his ceiling is probably world champion. Really? I Over Roman, over Drew, over... Listen, listen, listen. There was a guy, and people are going to be pissed that I make this comparison, but there was this guy, he's kind of short, he got the fans behind him, people loved him, he was really good at wrestling... Uh, his name was Daniel Bryan. It worked out pretty well for him. I don't know <laughs> if people remember that. And listen, we've made it to a point where Johnny Gargano walks in. And he's now one of the best wrestlers on the roster. 
And, you know, maybe, maybe two years ago when the roster was filled with all the indie talent that people love and pretty much, you know, half of AEW's roster now, maybe it was a different conversation. But if you look at the landscape, the only other person that I can see being a main event babyface underdog would be a Sami Zayn back to the NXT self. Otherwise, that is Johnny Gargano's role to be had. And him challenging for one of those titles, maybe he doesn't win, but him challenging against someone like Roman Reigns with the crowd behind him, yeah, it could work. It could work. I think that's his ceiling. I think he can make it there. It's just a matter of when. There's a reason they had him say it on the in the promo on TV that he wants the WWE Championship. Will he get it? I don't know. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. But at least the idea of building to the match makes me think that it's at least possible. And if the fans want it, I think Triple H would give it to him. I totally agree. I mean, he's only 35 years old, so I guess, quote-unquote, like, not a lot of time left in his career. I guess, but I like guess. the um, entire Noah roster is two <laughs> two times his age, so it's okay. Good point. There's an the average of the Noah roster is like to his age, uh, and that's also I guess that also leaves the opportunity for Cancel Ray to come back and dip to be as well. So we'll see the outcome of her decision as well. Uh, I would be shocked if she didn't. I would as well. I would as well. Unless she doesn't want to wrestle again. That's yeah, also yeah, yeah. That's that's the only other outside thing there. Um, there was also a uh, news that came out, I guess, this morning. Technically, um, the uh, there was a press conference between Stardom and New Japan, uh, talking about the historic X Over uh, show that will be happening this November. They got some three matches announced. They're all it's mixed crossover, tags. by the way. Uh, no, this says this is historic X Over. Uh, the the thing says X. It's a cross. It's Come no on. a cross is what Jesus died on. <laughs> Anyways, turn the X, turn, turn it, turn it. Uh, Killer Cross, he's back. He's making his debut at historic crossover. Um, that's that AEW, no, the New Japan WB relationship is happening officially. Um, no, uh, so they announced three matches have already been announced. They're all mixed tags. But I think the more uh, interesting one of note for some will probably be the IWGP Women's Title Tournament was announced. Uh, There will be um, uh, stardom talent obviously involved with that. Round one, October 2nd in London. Uh, There's two sides of the brackets, I should say. There is the stardom side to the bracket, and then there is an international side to the bracket. Round one will start on October 2nd in London. Um, side brackets featuring international bracket, uh, international wrestlers. Uh, round one continues on October 22nd it, with stardom talent. Stardom bracket has four wrestlers. International bracket has three, with one of them being a buy. So uh, we'll have the eventually we'll have the new IWGP Women's Title Tournament result ending at Historic X Over. Uh, but Scotty, I guess the most interesting part of that is the international side of the bracket. Uh, who do you think could be, who do you think are the three wrestlers that could be competing in this tournament? Uh, I already have a headache thinking about this. I had to see Twitter go off about it. 
that was enough for me. Um, who do I think? Who do I think? Well, Ryan, thank you for asking because I think the fun game here is that one, we obviously don't know. No. But two, there hasn't been anyone in front uh, internationally from uh, anything, <laughs> anything, yeah. anything to come over to stardom since before the pandemic. So it, it kind of gives us a chance to fantasy book in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because it's so unpredictable. A lot of people saying Tony Storm. Yeah. Because um, Rossi, uh, this is what it said. An unbelievably famous non-Japanese Joshi wrestler is coming to stardom sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Her name will be revealed at the 827 Corrigan show. Mm-hmm. And then Rossi confirmed she will participate in the women's title tournament. Um, so instantly, Tony Storm was the first thought by a lot of people. I think that's understandable, but I think the term Joshi wrestler makes me think of someone. That's I mean, Joshi wrestler is just woman's wrestler. Yeah, I know. I guess that's true. So it's like, really? Mm-hmm. That doesn't. That's the part that doesn't really affect me. To to me, to me, this is the question that we have to ask: ourselves. Is Tony Storm winning the AW Women's World Championship at All Out? Because she is, she isn't in this tournament. No, I don't think She's so. Not. I don't think she would be. So that's really the deciding factor. So if they announce it beforehand, you might be giving away Tony Khan's women's title match. On the other hand, she might just not be in it at all. Um, obviously, Rossi has said, you know, he'd like to see Tony Storm back. Um, I think Jamie Hayter's another possibility. She's been Very true in stardom before uh, i think she'd be a good choice then you start thinking like who else would even be in consideration and that's where like the game gets crazy yeah and yes sasha banks of mm. course mm-hmm. is the exciting one there's the buy there's someone with a buy if there was anyone to get a buy it would have to be her mm-hmm. um and to me if you want the biggest match possible at at historic crossover in that potential main event for the IWGP Women's Championship, which is kind of what's been hinted. Mm-hmm. Then you would do Mayu Iwatani versus Sasha Banks. Now, I'm not going to get my hopes up and think Sasha Banks is walking through the door. She seems pretty happy doing what she's doing right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not going to be the you know the person that's like oh well people are going to get their hopes up and rule out for it because I really don't know that's that's the whole yeah. thing yeah we're we're an exciting time where we're having a tournament to determine the first ever IWGP Women's Champion there's going to be an international side uh, potentially one of the matches happening at Royal Quest Two mm-hmm. in the UK uh, so maybe that could give a hint. Which is why I think Jamie Hader's a real possibility. I was thinking that um, that Royal Quest show could be Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader. Also true. Um, so that's kind of just, the game we play here. We just confirmed that Royal Quest is happening on that October second date as well. Go ahead. October second also is the day after 
the five-star Grand Prix final, which I think is just worth noting um, in case anyone was like expecting, because I know some stardom is going there. Yeah, uh, a Royal Quest uh, as two nights, night one, night two, October 1st, October 2nd. So night two will have the first round of this women's title tournament. On the international side? Yes, on the international okay. side. The the first round of the Joshi Stardom wrestlers is going to be uh, October 22nd, 20 days after. Yeah. Slowly but surely we'll get yep. there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the... the the fun of it is just bouncing people off because we really, really have no idea. Um, I think Tony Storm is reasonable. Um, I think it would be crazy not to think her. I think Jamie Hayter is reasonable. I agree. I think, and I think we shouldn't just rule out Sasha Banks because why would we do that to ourselves? Let's just Let's have, have fun. fun with it. Yeah. Think about it for a little bit. Because uh, you never really know. And then you also have to remember all the relationships that like companies have. So like I was about to gonna pitch some names to you as well. Uh you know, there's like you said, there's relationships we have. So New Japan obviously has a relationship with AEW. Stardom doesn't necessarily currently have any relationships with people, obviously because of the pandemic, but one could presume they could easily get AEW wrestlers via New Japan. Like we're saying, Tony Storm and all that stuff. Um, there is also New Japan also has relationships with Impact. Are there any Impact wrestlers you would love to see in this kind of tournament? Uh, if Masha Slamovich counts, then Masha Slamovich. That would be great. That would be wonderful. I think there's also the possibility of, you know, let's say Tony Storm does win the AEW women's title at All Out. Well, you know, there is... Uh, the, the then in that case it would be a former champion that is also a former Joshi champion as well Thunder Rosa for a different company albeit but you know yeah. that that is um, an option. Um, seeing people say Britt Baker, formerly in Stardom as well at one point in time. I I couldn't take it. I I would think Britt Baker has as much of a chance as Layla Hirsch has. Layla Hirsch has no chance. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Layla Hirsch, if she wasn't injured, I guess. But Oh, okay, if she wasn't injured. Yeah, I, I mean, because, uh, what? I mean, yes, they were both in stardom, but, like, if we're just pulling anyone that's already in stardom, then I want to see Chris Wolf back. Let's bring back Chris Wolf. you know? So, yeah. you know, mm. let's just pick random people. Uh, is there any indie people, independent wrestlers, that you want to maybe see? I mean, obviously, stardom always picks... Independent wrestlers. That's how Brick got in it. That's how Chris Wolf got in it. That's how Layla Hirsch got into it. Uh, is there any independent wrestlers that you think could maybe be a possibility? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's hmm. putting. I'm gonna put you in the seat of uh, one um, uh, Billy Corgan and try to think of popular independent women's wrestlers. <laughs> No, no, you never said popular. You just said give you names one <laughs> that would make sense. Sure. Yeah. Um, oof. Oh, <laughs> I think you just, I think you just bolstered Billy, Mr. William Corrigan's argument a little bit. Uh, I think he's also an idiot, so yeah, that's also that true. Helps. I think the idea, I think you're right in saying that the idea of it being in England is probably the biggest tip off of who it might be. 
And the fact also that Jamie Hayer, Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm have been working together for a while now, I feel like that would be a very good singles match to kick off a tournament. Listen, this is what they have to do. They just have to make sure we don't have clowns in this, okay? And when I say How clowns, dare you? I mean people people that no one knows. Okay. Not like not like Fuki and Death. Fuki oh, and Death could be in, of course. But yeah, Fuki like you get, don't Fuki and Death should you, win it. What are we talking you about? You don't you don't want nobodies in this tournament. You're establishing the IWJP women's championship. So let's not have random indie wrestler number five. Yeah. On on one side of the bracket, right? Especially if you only have, have three spots. If you know the I think dream scenario in terms of like big names and good wrestlers on that side would be Sasha Banks, Tony Storm, and Jamie Hayer. Mm-hmm. We're not getting all three of them. No. I also do love the I don't idea even know if of, we're getting one of them. I do love the idea of them bringing in Sasha Banks by making her the first ever IWGP women's world champion. I feel like that's something that that Sasha Banks would love to have a legacy of. It would be awesome. You know, it would be awesome, and we don't know if Sasha Banks is even a free agent. Uh, well, we kind of do, <laughs> yeah. But we don't know what she's doing. Yeah. Let's just trying to figure out Sasha Banks has been the the tale of impossibility. So, yeah, let's just let's just uh, let's just be excited, people. That's I think that's the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. Way too many people are just shooting down other people or say, "Oh, you know what? We shouldn't get too excited." Why not? Why not get excited about it? It's a tournament. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tournament. It's the whole point of wrestling. Like, who cares? Yeah. Just just be excited. It's a fun tournament. I look forward to it. Mayu Yutani's winning the belt, so literally it doesn't even matter. Okay? Mm. God. And if Sasha Banks isn't in it, then it's still going to have good wrestlers. I mean, someone's still getting a buy. Like, who is that person to me? That's... Yeah, like, it has to be someone big to it, get a buy. It certainly feels that way. Um, and that screams Sasha Banks. So, or yeah, it, to me, it definitely screams that sort of person. Um, let's move on to the next topic: uh, NXT Europe. That's right, moving over to Europe, moving over to NXT. It was announced last week that uh, WWE officially announcing the creation of NXT Europe. Uh, uh, this means that uh, NXT UK will be going on hiatus following the Worlds Collide uh, premium live event, and then. At some point in 2023, will become NXT Europe. Sean okay, Michaels, UK's dead, bitch. Sean Michaels, W Vice President of Talent Development Creative, a fake name if I've ever heard one. Following the success of our live Don't events, give me a fake name like that. No, I mean uh, not Sean Michaels, uh, Vice President of Talent Development. No, Creative. I know. Someone give me a fake name like that. Uh, sure. Uh, I want to be uh, Scotty Edwards, CEO, CEO. of. Bitch Enterprises. <laughs> so are you head bitch? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no maybe. maybe. <laughs> Following the success of our that. live events and talent identification efforts throughout all of, we, throughout all of, uh, whatever, we believe this all is the perfect of? time to expand NXT beyond the UK. Immediate, first sentence is awful. What, success of live events, talent identification, glad they figured out who, who to pick up there. Um, and destroy the entire thing. Time to expand NXT beyond the UK. Your champion was from Russia, I think, uh, formerly, and you have a bunch of people from France and Germany and Austria, and I don't know what you're talking about. So anyways, NXT UK is coming to an end. It's dead. It's finally over. Uh, but NXT Europe will be officially starting in 
2023. No one really knows what will be different about NXT Europe. My initial guess, guess is going to be that it's they're just going to be doing more like kind of touring of Europe. You know, it's not going to be, you know, it may, maybe it's centralized to the UK just because that's where the UK PC is, but probably going to be more touring throughout Europe, going to France, going to Germany, doing all this stuff. And maybe that's that's the gimmick here. Otherwise, I have no idea what the difference between NXT Europe and NXT UK will be. Scotty, do you have any thoughts about NXT Europe? No. All right. Uh, additionally <laughs> to NXT Europe, uh, immediately after they announced that that new uh, show and reimagining, uh, a bunch of wrestlers got released from WWE, specifically NXT UK. Uh, there was a couple people that confirmed it, and then there was also a bunch of people that got moved to the alumni section of WWE.com. Not a good look. Could not mean anything. There are some people that, uh, like Joseph Connors, that I believe are on the roster page, but haven't been with the company in like, six months so take this with a grain of salt but it looks like the people that have maybe been released by wwe are uh and scotty uh i guess pause stop me if you have any thoughts about any of these people um the people that have been apparently released by nxt uk are mark andrews flash morgan webster amale wild boar zaya brookside Eddie Dennis, Sexton Huxley, Amir Jordan, Danny Luna, Dave Mastiff, Amelia McKenzie, Primate, Nina Samuels, Shah Samuels, Sid Scala, Trent Seven, Ashton Smith, Jack Stars, T-Bone, Tiaman. You're really loving this, aren't you? And Kenny Williams. I, uh, I, I don't know what ha- came over me. I slowly became British uh, over the course of that. Over oh. the course of that. So any thoughts on those talents that uh, have been seemingly released? Um, no. No, I, uh, I'm going to be that guy and be like, oh, wow. I didn't know half of them worked for them. So. <laughs> So that's that was the real problem. When I heard that they had they had had, had a guy named Wild Boar mm-hmm. on their roster and a guy named Primate, I was like, they were a tag team. You if know? you believe it, wow, that's shocking. I was like, wow, maybe the death of NXT UK makes sense. Um, you know, it sucks that people lost their jobs, but at the same time, like the reports of NXT UK money was never like shockingly out of this world or anything and yeah it sounds like the only the way they could have stayed is if they wanted to go to the u.s some of them i'm sure some others just got released to get released mm-hmm. but some also could be coming back to nxt europe get rehired I, I can't sit here and act like they released like people that were going to go on to be world champion yeah they they released no one of that nature it stakes for them that they lost their jobs, but they'll be fine. There's a they they're going right into a uh, red hot UK scene. Oh wait, um, <laughs> shit, 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 shit. I oh say, no, I what have that. we done? Oh no, um, you know, you know what is good though that um they kept all the people. Did Trent Seven get released? Is that what you said? Yes, he did. Seemingly, yes. See, Allegedly. like I guess he's the only one, but at the same time, he's like forty years old. 
Yeah, that's how I And he probably didn't want to leave England, so they were like, all right, listen, man, we got to let you go. Yeah, I think he's probably the biggest name off the list, but you're right. He is 41 years old. He's not... You know, it's like it's like I don't know. They who, he 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 did what he needed to do. Yes, at the time, uh, but it's not like he was gonna be super special in any any time soon. And to me, the most the most interesting question is what happens to Mako Satamara. Yes, yes, because obviously she is the NXT. UK women's champion mm-hmm. and she's already been willing to move once. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing since we didn't see her, I don't know what her contract is. Obviously she has one, but I don't know how that like situation goes. Cause obviously she also runs Sendai girls in Japan mm-hmm. her company. Uh, but yeah, if she could stick around too, that's great. And uh, Tyler Bate and Blair Davenport are probably going to be the two that benefit the most from NXT UK's demise. Yeah, I would agree. And that and Gallus, of course. We can't forget Gallus. Uh, no, we can forget Gallus. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think... I think maybe Zaya Brookside is also an interesting one just because, you know... Yeah, her, she stunk. I know, but her dad's a coach, so it's like that sort of Still? thing. Yeah, I believe so. I believe her dad oh, wow. still works. I thought there. for sure he got let go when Regal did. Uh, I think he still works there, but I, I think that's the one that's interesting, also. And like you said, there are already people that are picking up uh, the pieces on the independent British independent wrestling scene. Millie McKenzie already has a booking. Wolf Wild Boar already has a booking. Uh, so I'm sure other people will be getting bookings shortly. So I'm not too Some concerned. People just need the boar. Some people just need the boar, you know. Um, yeah, NXT UK. That's why. That's why they rocked on. They had the boar. You know, Raw and SmackDown had the boar for like years. Really? Yeah, because it was so fucking boring. It, it was perfect. <laughs> but that's a good. That was a great joke. That was an all-time joke. I appreciate that one. I would also say that I would love to see maybe. You know, just bring him in there for like a spot or two. Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster into AEW. I AW. felt bad for them. Yeah. They were a good tag team. Yeah. I would love to just bring them into AEW maybe for a spell, uh, just for a to bit. To me, they scream not wanting to relocate. Yeah. Maybe. I because don't know if they want to relocate. Fightful reported, Fightful reported that Flash Morgan Webster like just resigned the contract. <laughs> Oof, <laughs> oof! That's that. So stinks. I'm guessing he, he didn't want to move. Yeah, that might Which is be fine. True. I get it. I get yeah. it. That's your home. Why would you want to get up and leave? Oh, maybe to if unless you had like goals in WWE. Otherwise, go wrestle somewhere else. I think he's been hurt too. Anyways, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, but I, I think maybe you know AEW is a company that could also like use not necessarily use them, no. but bring them in. Uh, no, AEW doesn't need anyone right no, now. No, they don't need more people, but I think... The only person they really need cool. is CM Punk! I thought you were going to say Sid Scala for a second there. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> the only no person they that, need is Sid No one Scala. needs that grimy fuck. Uh, <laughs> that does lead me in greatly, thank you, Scotty, into our next big opening topic, and that was the trial of Punk v. Page. 
that happened over the week this past week. Uh, it all, well, the drama, I guess, started uh, in CM Punk's promo this past Wednesday where he called out Adam Page uh, to do a rematch for the title. Adam Page didn't come out, and CM Punk promptly said that the um, uh, advice would if advice from CM Punk would be that the apology has to be as loud and uh, out there as the uh, disrespect. This seemingly, according to Dave Meltzer, is a callback to the workers' rights promo by Adam Page during the build-up to their title match, where he called out workers' rights, which seems to be also a callback that Dave is alluding to, to... Uh, the whole issue with Colt Cabana seemingly almost getting fired, but then getting kind of rehired and pushed to Ring of Honor and that whole sort of thing. So there's all this backstage drama simmering. There's there's reports of of CM Punk saying, I'm never going to job to Adam Page. Um, you know, whether or not that was said to him directly, who knows? The, you know, there's reports that obviously they don't like each other. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful saying that this isn't a work. Uh, Voice of Wrestling saying that, you know, if this is a work, then they have two ongoing locker room works with this and MJF. So that's a bold move. Um, don't think that'll be possible. Um, and then, of course, after all this, we get the BT bits of Adam Page kind of blowing it off and all these sort of things. So who the heck knows what is a work, what is a shoot, but Scotty. Punk v. Page, how do you feel? What's your take on this whole big drama? Could you could you imagine if someone went on TV, right, mm-hmm. right, and and on WWE TV, and they went up to Roman Reigns and said something about that because he made our truth get demoted. Hmm. That's what we're dealing with here between CM Punk and the Colt Cabana situation. Listen, I'm sorry. I get it. People love Colt Cabana. Great guy. Nice guy. Listen, I also know that CM Punk, not always the nicest guy. But you know what? One of them is very important compared to the other. I'm sorry. So to me, it's not that big of a deal that Colt Cabana got sent to Ring of Honor. Yeah. So that CM Punk their biggest signing ever Mm -hmm. would come in and, oh, I don't know, help them go from here to here. Like help them draw money, help them draw money. They, it's just, it just, I, I don't, I, I get why people are upset, I guess about Cole Cabana, but like, yeah, this is wrestling. Let's just grow a pair and get over it. Like, worse things have happened, okay, mm-hmm. than Colt Cabana. He, it's not like he got released. That's the whole thing. He well, didn't get yeah. released for CM Punk. Still has a job. He's, he still has a job. And honestly, he should be in Ring of Honor because that's just his original home. That's like people, when you think of Colt Cabana, well, I don't think of much. But I guess you think of Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, probably a good amount of this is true. Yeah. But you bet your ass they're going to turn it into a work because that's what they do. Yeah. CM Punk's playing it off in his celebration. 
for anyone that didn't understand that, there was a uh, baseball announcer for the Cincinnati Reds, I forget his name, that said like a d- derogatory remark and he was saying it behind, but he didn't know they went live. He said it, people heard him. Mm-hmm. And then while he was apologizing, he went a swing and a drive and Nick Castellanos is a home run. Like mid apology, he just went into that and people were like, what? What? So, so that was the joke because that's CM Punk and CM Punk could play off that joke. But I, I can't sit here and, and see the people that were like, you know what? CM Punk's a problem for AEW. They, they got to get rid of him or they got to take the title off of him. No, 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 no. CM Punk is not a problem for AEW. I'm, it's a one-time situation. We knew. Tony knew when he signed CM Punk, there was going to be the situation with Cole Cabana. Yeah, we talked about he it on the show. We talked about it on the show about how, yeah. you know, you're bringing in Punk, you're going to have that that stuff happening. You know, who knows if any, he's going to get, you know, another situation of another wrestler is going to happen. You know, you like, knew you knew the stakes, but you also knew the, the gains, and that is monetarily. And, and people have to realize, they are doing something that I don't know if everyone's realizing. CM Punk is wrestling against every fan favorite. Yeah. Darby Al. One. Eddie Kingston. Two. MJF, no, but fans like that was <laughs> kind, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like that was the one that was yeah. the one off. But Hangman Page. Three-ish. Hangman Page was a fan favorite. Well, no, because MJF. So I said three-ish. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Adam Page. And then and then this upcoming Wednesday. Gian Moxley for the AEW okay. World Title, possibly the four top baby faces of that company. No, Kenny Omega is back now, so it's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. But like those four, that's true, have been red hot for a long time in all their own ways, right? Mm-hmm. And he's feuding with all of them. It's almost like someone's gonna be heel soon. Crazy, I know. CM Punk is a heel probably going to be masterful because he's so good at it but they're going to turn this into a work if some of it's not already okay and i just don't think it's as big a deal as people want to make it the hangman page part yeah that is a big deal because it's two of the top students shooting two stop top stars feuding. yeah but at the same time i think people have to remember this is wrestling this happens all the time it's just a matter of if it gets out or not. It's a matter of if they want it to get out or not. And that's another AEW, great, that's a great point. <laughs> AEW more often than not, when they have things to get out, it's because they want it to. Yeah. The MJF thing that created a swirl, mm-hmm. got people talking. He had that one promo. He's been gone since the mm-hmm. moment he shows up. He's gonna feel like the biggest star in wrestling. Yep. And the moment that CM Punk. Because he's gonna be the biggest heel in wrestling. Yep, it 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 all works together for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's it's crazy. It is. I, I was trying to. I was talking over with someone, uh, a friend of the tr- show, Trish, about this whole thing. Um, and I was talking to her about it because it was like, you know, let, let's take this whole thing as a shoot, right? Let's say this whole thing is legit. At the end of the day, this conversation comes down between of of punk versus page as a 
business wrestling capitalistic argument versus a moral argument, right? On the punk side, you have someone that uh, sells merch, uh, brings up ratings, is a good ratings mover, uh, sells tickets, not as much as other people, uh, but he, you know, he does sell tickets. He's not, a, he's not a huge ticket mover, but he does sell, he does move tickets. Um, Chicago disagrees. Chicago certainly disagrees. And there's at least that one first dance show where he certainly moved tickets. Um, but he, he's the moneymaker. He is your top, whether or not he's your top star, he's certainly your, one of your biggest, if not your biggest money mover. Pop. Yeah. So making, and that, making that guy happy, that's important. On the other hand, you have a moral argument with Adam Page. You know, I completely, if, you know, let's, again, saying this whole thing is a shoot, saying this whole thing is based in reality. I completely agree where Adam Page is coming from. You have someone that is well-respected in the locker room, Colt Cabana, uh, who has a history of this guy, CM Punk. CM Punk comes in and just suddenly around the same time, Colt, there's rumors of Colt getting fired, right? That's not, that obviously you're going to start pointing fingers at CM Punk being part of that. And then young, we also got the report of the Young Bucks saying, hey, you know, let's just let's keep Colt. Let's not get rid of Colt. Let's move him to Ring of Honor. And that ends up happening, right? So people are obviously can be upset about that. And obviously the first thing that you do is going to point to CM Punk because of their guy's history. Whether or not it's just maybe TK doesn't want to have Colt anymore, that could be it. And it's just poor timing. But who the heck knows, right? So people are going to point to it. And there's the mortal argument of, Hey, how can you be so pro workers' rights, pro all these other things, when at the same time you are behind the scenes, seemingly pushing a guy out of the company? Um, that's that's not fair, and that's also true. Both can be true, but it's if you're TK, if you're the guy in the middle, who who do you make happy? This is Adam Page is going to send a sentiment throughout the entire locker room that that is a valid point. The moral argument is a valid point. We have to, to make a happy locker room, we have to make everybody happy and treat everyone equally and do all those good things. On the other hand, there's the business side. That CM Punk is obviously going to draw more as Adam Page. On the other hand, if uh, CM Punk doesn't draw this upcoming Wednesday, that's going to be really bad for him. Now, he's also going to draw. It's a fucking unification title match versus John Moxley. Of course it's going to draw. So you're going to have to make this guy happy because he's if he leaves, then there goes the piggy bank, right? There goes all that money. So what do you do if you're TK between making this thing happen? Maybe, maybe you try to get both people happy. You keep this guy as champ, or you know, take the title off of him. He can still be a money mover and you don't have to get the world title around him or anything. Or you keep the title on him, make him happy and just do whatever you want. Over here, you know, have him do something else or go over, I don't know, be, be the Ring of Honor world champion. I don't care. Go off and do something else. Uh, who the heck knows? I don't really know if I was TK. It's a tough spot to be in. But otherwise, uh, if you make a story out of it, then you can make the whole thing money. And you can make the whole thing become money. You can bring in MJF, another work shooter kind of guy, a shoot worker kind of guy, uh, and bring in MJF and make the whole thing even be, be realistic. And have all these other news outlets talking about this and the wrestling world bubbling over this sort of news. And the whole thing can make money. So it's a tough spot to be in, and I don't blame them. Uh, and maybe that's the work aspect of it is trying to make the money out of everything, but it is a wild spot to be in for all this drama, big drama. Chaos controversy creates dollar signs Mm -hmm. and it's exactly what's going to happen again. Uh, they're building to a show 
I don't know if anyone knows this. It's all out. What? You want to create as much steam as possible last year. But what's the the world title going to be? What's going to be the world title match? It's a good time to remind people that last year. Oh, do you remember what was the big buildup to all out last year? Uh, Who involved? Who involved? uh, Well, we established last week that I'm not a wrestling historian. So give me a second. Um, I believe it was. don't remember i don't remember cm punk cm punk versus darby was that that one cm punk walking back into professional wrestling on the first dance making that match official for all out instantly made all out go from okay this show looks okay to this is a huge show yes right yeah one one of the big i think it was the biggest show biggest pay-per-view buy of all time yeah, and then what What was the main event? Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. Did that matter? No, because it was all about CM Punk versus Darby Allin. Yeah. Right? That's what people were there for. And then what happened at the end of the show? They deliver even more. You get Adam Cole and Brian Danielson, right? Yeah. Okay. Fast forward to this year. What is the main story going in to All Out, their biggest show of the year, Ryan? Uh, uh, CM Punk, John Moxley, Blackpool Combat Club, CM Punk in Chicago, in Chicago as well. In Chicago, he is the money man, he's not going anywhere. He's had a lot of fun this whole time. He's not gonna walk out, he's not gonna walk out. Tony Khan will not let him walk out, it's not gonna happen. CM Punk, Hangman Page, Colt Cabana. Listen, I love Hangman Page. I have no feelings about Colt Cabana. Hangman Page will be fine. He will be fine. Colt Cabana, have fun in Ring of Honor. CM Punk, you you make sure he's happy. You do. You make sure he's happy. Because yeah. that's the pe- that's the person people want to see. Still, mm-hmm. it's not like he's lost his juice or anything. No, we'll he got cer- hurt. We'll certainly find he's out all on the Wednesday. Juice back. We'll certainly find all out on Wednesday too. if he. But uh... I think CM Punk's return has been nothing but a success in terms of a wrestling and just wrestling. I'm not talking money. I'm not talking about attendance. I'm talking about the stories he's told, yes. the matches he's had. He's been nothing but phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for him to fight John Moxley. I can't wait to see what we get it all out. It's an exciting time in wrestling. Yeah. And while all this happens, people are forgetting that Kenny fucking Omega just came back. We, for the very first time. And then also seemingly called out this sort of CM Punk FTR Bret Hartness, right? Yeah. Well, which was, that was great. Talk about, talk Um, about work shoots. That's, that's, maybe your biggest trios match you can book um ftr and punk versus the elite yeah that's just whoo yeah. but right we we're now here at a time for the very first time that we have a completely healthy kenny omega yep a healthy cm punk and a healthy brian danielson yep would it be the worst thing for us to just 
enjoy the ride. Would it be the worst thing? Because I know it would be. How dare we can't enjoy what we're watching? I literally tweeted during this that no one hates professional wrestling more than professional wrestling fans. Yeah, just enjoy it. We are getting so much good this week on AEW Dynamite. (laughs) I'm becoming Tony Khan now. Sorry, sorry. This week on AEW Dynamite, do more hashtags and more ads. That's a good point. We're getting. Death Triangle, Pack, Penta, Phoenix versus the United Empire, Will Ospreay, and Aussie Open. How can you not be excited about that? Oh, and of course, the Unified AEW World Championship match. A, a match that we all assume would be pay-per-view main event is getting on free well, television. Well, Tony's got some stories to tell. And I look forward to seeing what those stories are. It should also be said, though, is like, you know, like you said, make your champion happy. There's also the other foot to that, which is, you know, don't be walked over. Uh, and, That's I mean, true. Do we do we think any of that stuff happening? I don't know. I mean, I've heard rumors about CM Punk being upset with Tony on different various issues. But, you know, whether or not they're true is one thing, but whether or not tk what is his response to any of these who knows you know we know of backdoor conversations we know private conversations in tk's office you know punk seemingly according i think it was to fightful saying that oh he wasn't even gonna sh- maybe gonna show up to to television that day um you know who knows i mean that was also previously announced if i'm not mistaken that he would be there but not he- only not only did he show up but i thought he cut a fantastic promo yeah and i thought they had two fantastic segments with the pull apart brawl so they've built this match up in one week to be as big as you want it to be but i put it on real on a real tv about that but but this has always been the aw game this has always been it yeah they put big matches on tv because at the end of the day their pay-per-views are always going to sell. Yeah. Those are going to sell. They don't they don't have to worry about packing those. And if you're also because... Tony Khan, you're looking at that TV match and being like, sure, we'll do this on TV because I know what the pay-per-view match will be, and that's going to sell more. Yeah. You know, that's, that's it's a gamble, versus, but it's a gamble. But that's, that's CM Punk versus MJF for the AEW world title, great. Yeah. That's going to sell like gangbusters. If, it's, if this doesn't go to a clean finish and it's just this, there's frustration, but people are going to watch it and they're going to be happy about it because they're going to see a world champion crowd. That's the game. That's how wrestling goes. It is what it is. I'm excited. Let's move on. Well, before we move on, what's your verdict? I was framing this as a punk V page sort of trial. What's the verdict? Is this shoot? Is this whole thing a work? Is this a work shoot? Is this the shoot becoming a work? What's your verdict, Scotty? Shoot becoming a work. Yeah. I tend to agree. I think it's. I think there may be some some just like the MJF stuff. Just like the MJF stuff. Just like kind of everything they do in AEW. Mm, remember that. Remember, true. there's that line of Tony Khan saying something along the lines of, "I I feel like having realism and real realistic yeah. stories and having real life bubbling up at the service is good to have in wrestling." Yep. He likes this sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, it you know. creates conversation about his product yeah what's not to like about that 
is it bad news about the product? I mean, if anyone's getting heat here, it might be Punk, who might be turning heel soon. And maybe Tony Khan, who it's the owner of the company. So what does he care if he's making money? As as a as a great author once wrote, controversy creates cash. That 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 author was Eric Bischoff. <laughs> uh, thank you for the citation. Uh, the, appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, let's move on here. I think we're just both don't do too much, this. otherwise you're gonna be WCW. That's yeah, and I think maybe the WCW lost. I don't know if people remember this, but they lost. Mm-hmm. This sort of, this sort of constant work shooting is some people say is very WCW-ish, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're working the locker room. Now, there's the other thing. Everyone's talking about like, oh, yeah, you're constantly working in the locker room. I don't know. We It's also known that the locker room is good at keeping secrets. So how do I know that they're working in the locker room? Yeah. And the locker room's From not what just in I know, the locker room almost always either has an idea or when they don't have an idea, they still kind of they lie to the point that it, it's like so not going to be true that it's yeah. like great. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what happens when it. It's all... a tight knit group back mm-hmm. there at AEW. That's that's the belief. That is the belief. Um, speaking about tight knit groups, I guess G One Climax uh, was officially came to a close last week. Speaking the... about Titans, something something. <laughs> Didn't have a good transition there, uh, but there was the finals that took place last. I talked. I literally talked about Will Osprey in that segment. You could have just. <sighs> Damn! Damn it! <sighs> oh wait! Hey! Wait! Catch! It's the L that you get for being wrong and bad. What am I supposed to do with this now? <laughs> just I'll just put it on the put it on the shelf behind me. Put put it right there. L. Uh, G1 Climax finals took place last uh, week. Semifinals happened uh, on Wednesday and the finals on Thursday with a winner of the G1 being Ooh. crowned. Um, obviously, the bigger talking point is probably the finals, but let's talk about the semifinals real quickly. Semifinal matches were uh, Block A winner Kazuchika Okada versus Block B winner Tamatonga with Okada beating Tamatonga in 19 minutes and 8 seconds. And the Block C winner of, I believe it was Tetsuya Naito, uh, losing it to B- Will Ospreay, who was the Block D winner in 20 minutes and 22 seconds. What do you think of those two was, matches? I thought I thought Okada versus Tamatonga saw the best Tamatonga match of all time. Singles match, singles match at least. Yeah. Um, you well, you never saw that evil match. I saw that evil match. That was good. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Good. No, it I was. It was. It was probably his best. I probably have him at the same level, truthfully, which yeah. is very funny to think about. It was. It was um, probably Thomas' best singles match. Maybe. Maybe, maybe his best, like non-House of Torture, like just straight up singles match. Yeah. That, that make you feel better. That make you feel better about. I agree. I agree. Um, and I thought the Osprey versus Naito match was pure class. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was, um just the way they did it of Naito hitting the Destino and still not winning and then you know Will winning out of nowhere with the hidden blade it was it was fantastic it was it it was going to be my match of the tournament yeah <laughs> it was it was on it's so close to being match of the tournament didn't I was make like it. oh man this is this is easily match of the tournament literally nothing the next day can like <laughs> Like we've gotten to the point with New Japan, like I haven't I haven't seen that classic that classic 
Yeah. Since probably Wrestle Kingdom in 2020 with Okada and Naito. Mm-hmm. Was that? Yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that's as far back. But truthfully, the greatness of what this G1 final was. Yeah. We can go further back. Yeah. Because I think this was better than that yeah. Wrestle Kingdom main event. I think this was better than. I don't know. We'd have to go back, but uh, it's the, yeah, yeah. the the semifinal. I love both semifinals. Like you sort of talked about with Osprey and Naito, uh, just the it felt like the G one finally. Yeah, you're right. You're completely right. It was Osprey versus Naito, first time ever having a singles match together. Unbelievable chemistry, right? Oh my god! It's like they've been wrestling for years already. It it is. Naito's still so good. Naito's having no knees, <laughs> no knees, no neck, no eyeballs. You know, he's just a broken. He's the million dollar man at this point. Um, versus Will Osprey, who apparently uh, I saw someone tweet out seemingly with with Naito. Will Osprey seems to be Naito's new uh, neck breaking buddy. Uh, with all the bumps that happened in this match. Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was I was so like, good. oh, dude, this is lock it up. Match of the tournament. Great job. How do you feel about Naito losing uh, to Will Ospreay? Uh, obviously, people are pegging him as a victor. I think me, you and I, maybe I you said Naito something who win it. Yeah, um, I thought it was fine. I didn't care that much. Um, it's hard to care once you see a, like a four plus star <laughs> match. You're like, yeah, you're asking me now after the yeah. G1 final. Yeah, it's like, well, I don't care now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I don't. I thought Naito winning and getting that story of one more wrestle kingdom main event was cool mm-hmm. but i can't i can't be upset with what we got so yeah no um well let's talk I can't about the, lie here and say that let's talk about the finals two two great semifinals obviously i think we're both in agreement that will osprey naito one was even better than the okada tamatonga one mm-hmm. uh but it does move us into the yeah. finals themselves with kazushika okada versus will osprey 33 minutes of just class wrestling Okada getting the win over Osprey. Scotty, I went five stars on this. It was my match of the year the moment it ended. I that so let's talk about that. Match of the year. I think for me the current front runners are this match and the FTR Briscoe's match. Mine too. And I and I am I don't necessarily have a third right uh, handy dandy. I think this is my second five star of the year. It's mine too. Um, it was an instant five star. It was an instant wow. That was that was uh, that was why people watch New Japan. That's what people have yeah. been wanting to watch for. It was um, it was the return to old New Japan. The good, I the think, great. I think my best example for it was this is like I've went back and watched the New Japan matches over the last year, and I was like, this is the excitement that people felt while they watched those like this is what it was yeah you, you watch them you know they they have a great match they pull off some great moves but they tell a story in it you know osprey doing the phenomenal forearm yep. the styles clash the high fly the flow. high fly flow the v trigger but failing to hit that one winged angel and not trusting his own moves, by the way. He doesn't trust that Stormbreaker. He can't beat Okada. He can't do it. The only time he ever beat Okada in a singles match was the Great Okan debut. Yeah, which 
that was help. He he still has yet to straight up truthfully yep. beat Okada and get to that level. And it's a great story that they continue to tell. And I think a lot of people were right. It's like, man, they almost want to see Will Ospreay as a baby face, which is so weird because he's a very easy guy to dislike. And he's very good at being that way. Mm-hmm. But like the raw emotion that he had after his loss and it, it it was a phenomenal phenomenal match it was as good as of a new japan match as you'll see yeah period yeah this okay. was a this felt like a return to form for new yeah, japan yeah like whole. i thought their match at wrestle kingdom this year was great mm-hmm. but this was just like unbelievable yeah yeah unbelievable so, this is just just incredible incredible year for both of them too yeah no yeah i i think i think you're right i think he I will osprey i saw what he ended up doing the next over the weekend too oh oh yeah at ref pro yeah not only i know he fought ricky knight jr but speedball are you kidding me are you kidding me we're and just giving that match away and then he's gonna be on dynamite this wednesday against that triangle against Pac. Phoenix, Pentagon, Phoenix, and well, Phoenix and Will Osprey, man. Yeah, no, this match is fantastic. Uh, You're completely right that the callbacks to other P, you know, he set it up in the promo the night before. Phoenix and Will Osprey calling, you know, calling back to Tanahashi and Naito and and AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. He set it up in the promo the night before, laid it out. Uh, did in the match worked perfectly. I love that there are moments in the match where you just felt like, oh, Okada's got this. Oh no, Osprey's got this, and no, we just kept going. Beautifully paced into that to that point. Beautifully paced match. Beautiful work between the two of them. Uh, Okada just great selling. Osprey great storytelling. It, you see this match, and you you see uh, superstars tweeting about how Osprey is still a flippy do wrestler. And it's like, what are you watch this match? What are you talking about? He's not. I, he's not a flippy dude wrestler. He's a wrestler. He's a, I'm he's a be bona fide that guy. wrestler. I think this is the best Will Ospreay match of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to. There's no match I, I feel go like through has it. been more complete. Let's go through it. Oh, well. He's had a lot of five star matches. I know. I know. I, know. I gotta hear I gotta read a tweet about it every week. Oh, you know, now he's you know, this one step closer to having the most. And I'm like, great, awesome. Before the age of 30. I was like, uh-huh. uh-huh. So according to Dave Meltzer gave this the same star rating to these two matches, but Cage Match has another match higher. So Kazuchika Okada obviously was, Dave gave it five and three quarters. Cage Match has a 9.62. This match also has five and three quarters, 9.69. Is the 2019 Best of Super Juniors. Oh, we got Shingo. With Shingo, the finals there. Yeah, that would be the only one I would t- I would consider. Yeah, you know the other ones Good are up choice. there. Uh, night fourteen of that same best same or the 2017 Best of Super Juniors, Kushida versus Will Osprey. There's a Walter versus Will Osprey and OTT. I mean, I don't think any of those come close though to. I mean that Shingo match is also very good. <laughs> the uh, the Shingo match is the only one I'd consider because that is phenomenal stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Will Osprey, it's just it's unbelievable that people are still 
dunking on him and saying, oh, he's just a flippy do wrestler. It's like, what, what, what Osprey matches are you watching? Stop watching 2017 so Best Super Junior. Like, they clearly just don't watch Will Osprey wrestling no, before. It's because no. all the highlights people ever show is him doing that. Yeah. No, he's doing power moves nowadays. He's doing strikes. Like, what are we talking about? You know, this match, uh, unbelievable. Uh, but now that means we get Okada. He's he's challenging. He wins the G1. Um, he is oh, yeah, now he on. Said, fuck the briefcase. He said, fuck the briefcase. Uh, fuck you are def- king. Fuck the briefcase. Fuck defending the briefcase. Uh, I'm not fighting Bronson Reed. <laughs> fuck you. I'm not defending shit. Yeah, that's, uh, that's my king right there. Yeah, fa- I'm going. I'm going maternity leave. Don't fucking call me to Wrestle Kingdom. And in, See ya. And in fact, Bronson Reed, you can you know for defeating me, you can take on Jay White. <laughs> you can face Jay White. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I, I'm going to Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, and one sh- night of Wrestle Kingdom, bitches. Beautiful. One night of Wrestle Kingdom officially announced on July fourth. Fifth will just be New Year's Dash. We're back. See, remember, la- I think it was last week where we were previewing the finals, and I was just like, yeah, there's going to be multiple nights of Wrestle Kingdom, so who cares about any of this? Yeah, now I seven. care! We said seven nights of Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Now it's one night. The beautiful chef's kiss one night. We're back, baby. Old school New Japan. That's my 50-year anniversary that I want to hear. I guess 51 will be because it's the New Year. It also featured the first defense of the IWGP Women's Championship. So that is true. So we're gonna have go. Okada versus the... somebody, presumably Jay, Jay White. White. Presumably Jay White. He's defending against some people. Um, and then um, uh, the the whoever the for the title. women's defense, not the first ever women's champion, but a women's defense against somebody. First women's defense. Very exciting. Whoever that may be. Um, and then, of course, it's Wrestle Kingdom. So we're not going to get two nights of... Re- New Year's Dash is back. New Year's Dash is also back. We're not going to get two nights of a bunch of tag matches and then three or four good matches. It's potentially just going to be eight <laughs> great, eight, nine, ten great matches, right? A chance for the show to be great again. Yeah, just up and down match, you know, easily show of the year caliber. I think that's what we're headed, and I'm greatly here for it. Okada versus Jay White. How you feeling about that as a main event? Uh, it'll be good. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. I'm sure, it'll be, I'm sure it'll be very good. Yeah, I don't have any qualms. I think about it. Um, it it's. It, I would love to see Osprey. I'll see Osprey in that match. But you know, Jay White versus Okada is going to be a good match. They put on great matches. It's also Jay. Oh, it's also Wrestle God Kingdom. There. Jay White also puts on great matches at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, does great work. I talk about that. I still love that Jay White Kota Bushi Wrestle Kingdom match from a few years ago. That was fantastic. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens down the line. But uh, I'm fascinated. Um, this company is just sh- went out there, showed us what it can be, and what it can be is what it once was. So I very. Hopeful. Still not saying they're back yet. Not saying they're back, but very hopeful for the future and what it has in store for us as wrestling fans. If Wrestle Kingdom, whatever number it is, delivers as it should, they'll be back. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And of course, Ooh, we got I some. Other stuff. You get excited for tag league. 
<laughs> we got tag league. We got best uh, tag, junior tag league, maybe. Who knows? That's happening. Uh, but yeah, got a lot of great stuff on the horizon. So I'm definitely excited for New Japan on the upcome. That's not a phrase. Um, let's move on to another Japanese uh, uh, great uh, great show. I guess some people have different opinions about that. Uh, but it is Stardom X Stardom. The Goya Midsummer Encounter World Wonder Ring Stardom had a show in the middle of the five-star Grand Prix um, with a bunch of different stuff. I watched all of it. Scotty, I know you watched all of it as well. Um, overall thoughts uh, about Stardom X Stardom. Well... Kyrie wasn't there, so no, she was not. <laughs> I kind of just watched it, wanted to cry. Yeah, um, we're talking about CM Punk. Speaking about people still, that don't want to, don't want a job. Still, kind of want to cry about it. Pretty yeah. emotional. Still a good match. Still a good match I replacement. Asked, I asked myself, you know, what's the point? What's the point of wrestling? Are you sure? Maybe you know, you know. Who knows? I think it was a good match replacement. I think otherwise, I think the last three matches here were like probably the big standouts. Um, yeah, the last three matches were great. Everything else was uh, eh, the artist match was pretty good. And yeah, everything else was just filler or bad or just fine. Um, well, let's talk about the main event: World of Stardom <sighs> title match. Shuri defeats Nanai Takahashi. Oh, this was great. Um, I think people that don't understand why this was an important match they'll really get why it happened in the first place um so nanai takahashi obviously the first ever world of stardom champion just a very historic thing to have a you know a wrestler come back all these years later and try to get it against what may be the most dominant world Mm -hmm. of stardom champion we've seen yeah now she's like this win for Shuri now has given her wins over Julia, Mayumi Utani, Utami Hayashida, Nai Takahashi, Four. Tam Nakano. Five. Like, she's beaten the who's who of stardom today and yesterday. Literally, all she's missing is like Io Shirai to like define this as like she's beaten the history of stardom pretty much. Yeah, it is. She beat Mirai, Himika, Risa, Sarah, Momo yeah, Watanabe just, to add they, to that list. Momo Watanabe was the other one I wanted to add. The most dominant wonder of stardom champion ever. So she has beaten as many key parts of stardom as possible. Yeah. And now we're here at a point where they had, you know, I thought this man was great. Um, very, just, you know, what you want out of these two, just very physical. They're slapping, they're hitting each other hard, headbutts. Sure, he hits a crazy drop kick from the second uh, rope down to the floor because she's out of her mind. <laughs> you know, they had a great match, and it was never really in doubt who would win. Yeah. But it was nice to see Nanai get that moment because, you know, I, you also have to remember, Joshi wrestlers. They don't always wrestle forever. Like some of the greats do, obviously. And Nana is one of them. She had a great showing, her best singles match in I don't know how long. Um yeah, I thought it was I thought it was great. She should be proud of it. Um if this is her last starter match ever, then it's one hell of a way to go out. 
I was just um, wondering. I was like, I wonder how old. You're right. Nanai Takahashi has been wrestling for a bit. Yeah, 43 years old. Unbelievable to to do that at 43. It she like she felt like a a another wrestler on the roster at yeah. 43 years old. It's unbelievable. She has knee problems. Like she she took her time away earlier or late last year or into early this year, and it's been it's been great for yeah. her. Oh yeah, I, I I think for me personally, I don't think this match hit me as hard as the co-main event. Uh, the semi-main event. And I think that is part of it is what you're sort of talking about. There is more of a history to Nai Takahashi that I don't know about personally as a mm-hmm. new Stardom fan. Um, but otherwise, I still thought the match was good. Still, th- still thought the match was delivered. You're right, Shuri is still dominant. Um, I'm kind of... How are you feeling about Shuri's reign? Are you feeling still good about it? Still great about it? Yeah, I think... Well, I think the the problem is we've now run out of people. Yeah, so, I'm kind of I'm kind of at the point with Shuri. Where I'm just like, all right, what are we? What's what's next? What are we doing? What's next? Yeah, so like now it's probably time we have we lead to her dropping it, just because they've really had her go through everyone. Yeah, um, it's not like we're saving a big match right now for her. Like obviously the Julia match, the rematch is mm-hmm. the big one, mm-hmm. but she's beaten everyone. So now it's like, all right, let's. I mean, maybe also Tommy. To be fair, I mean, Utami also... Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously that's as big as a match you can do because it's still a big, fresh thing. I just don't want them to run it into the ground. Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. I agree with that as well. Yeah, no, it's, it's... It's been great every time it's needed to be. Don't, don't, don't do a Naito Okada thing that they did this year. Just like, yeah, here's this match. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of I'm sort of waning. I'm on the I'm not completely gone, but if if the rain if her rain was a moon cycle, yeah, I'm definitely on the waning scale uh, rather mm-hmm. than the waxing scale. That seems weird. Um, but yeah, I thought this match was good. But I really enjoyed the semi-main event, which was the Wonder of Stardom title match: Sayaka Matani versus Hameka. Like we already alluded to, Kyrie, just Kyrie, uh, could not make it. She tested positive for COVID. So she uh, was pulled from the match, uh, and Hameka took her place. And boy, howdy, this match uh, slapped, or rather bumped, hard. Um, that I mean, obviously, the big talking point of the bump that came out of this match was the top rope power bomb that uh, Hameka did that just stuck Sayakamitani directly on her neck. Uh, super dangerous, a really bad angle, but it looked awfully great uh it looked uh awful in a lot of ways <laughs> i i uh as someone that obviously didn't get to watch live but i made sure stan spoiled i was terrified when i watched it because i was like did did did, did she get up yeah did, is, is, is she is she, is she okay? alive i mean is she alive did i like did this completely derail the show and i don't know about it um so that, like that was that was the problem for me for a second there. And I was like, okay, she's fine. She got up. Um, yeah, this match for me was very interesting because I thought the first half was okay. I was waiting. I was waiting. You know, I was like, there's something that I need to flip the switch. And then they flipped the switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a fantastic second half of the match. Um, I make a really, really showed out here. 
um when they when she hit her running power bomb i was like oh my god wait a minute it's like i don't i might stop watching this company if they take Sia versus kyra away from me for jamaica mm-hmm. um but yeah great it ended up being a great match another great side defense um i think they did as good as they could seeing that the match that originally was scheduled like yeah was the most exciting match of the year for stardom um and i think they did a great job so hell yeah to them yeah, I think they did a phenomenal job for stepping up and stepping into a good match, a really great match. Um, you know, Jamaica's really good. Jamaica's really good. And obviously, Sai Kamatani is probably my... I mean, looking at my ratings, Scotty, I don't know if you would agree or disagree with me so far, but currently, I don't know if this is a surprise, but Sai Kamatani is my apparently my women's wrestler of the year currently, uh, according to my ratings. So... She's great. She's been phenomenal all year long. I mean, just looking back at like my previous ratings of her matches and it's like the the growth just in the past like 4 years alone has been un, uh, uh, insurmountable uh for Sai Kamatani. I think she's had an unbelievable year, an unbelievable reign. Uh the reason one of the reasons the Kyrie match was so uh exciting for us was not just oh it's Kyrie wrestling, she's wrestling for a title, she's wrestling for the wonder of stardom title. That's huge. But it's also that you and I were very excited because she was specifically wrestling Saya Kamatani. That we, if she was wrestling for wrestling Himeka, it wouldn't be as exciting. But the fact that it was against Saya was really speaks to how much Saya has grown over the years and how phenomenal of a year she has had this year. So uh, my hat is tipped off to her uh, for just just continuing to be great. Honestly, it's great, great stuff. Um, mm-hmm. There was also the Goddesses of Stardom title match. Cosmic Angels, Natsupoi, and Tam Nakano defeated Hazuki and Kagama uh, to be the new Goddesses of Stardom champions. Uh, so we have a title change at this show. Scotty, what do you think about this match and the new champions? Uh, well, this was actually my favorite match of the show. Really? Really? Yep. I'm, su- I'm yep. surprised by that. What, why was it your favorite match? Um, I just think... From what I expected these two teams to do, um, it was very physical. I think Kazuki is on the top of her game. You know, I think Tam and Natsupoi are phenomenal together, and they are the right choice to win. Um, as much as I love FWC and I love, you know, them and their reign, I thought it was time. I think Tam and Poi will have a great reign. And I thought just overall the match worked really well together. I know like you had like one the one thing where Hazuki fell, but that was like that was the only thing I could think of that hurt the match, I guess, but it wasn't really that big of a deal. Yeah. Um I don't know. I just meshed together really well. I liked all three of these last matches. Like, yeah. So it was like a really good final three that they often do. Uh but this one was I think the emotion behind it. Uh, for Tam especially, it, it really invested me into it. I'm happy uh, she won because now that she has a title, she'll be able to uh, tell a couple stories with it, which I know people love. Um, and I think there's a lot of really exciting challengers for them down the shoot, whether it be Aphrodite, which is, of course, a Tommy and Saya, mm-hmm. or Momo and uh, Starry Kid, or... Mayu and someone that's a good story to play off of 
there's a lot of ways to go. So it's exciting. And yeah, the match was great. I, I don't have much to say about the rest of the show. So yeah, <laughs> there's that. I'll throw in uh, Donna Del Mundo, Julia, yeah. and somebody. I don't know who. Yeah, I mean, my dream would be Tam and Natsupoy versus Julia and Sherry, but I'll never get that. So. Yeah, no, that's not, not going to happen. But Julia and. I'm trying to think. I can't think of anyone in, God, in uh, Donna Del Mundo right now for some reason. I mean, uh, uh, I don't know. Micah, <laughs> why not? We'll do that. Why not? Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, get that Natsupoi connection. It'd be Micah. It could be Himika. Who knows? Uh, you know, I thought this. I personally, I thought this match was still pretty good. Uh, it wasn't my favorite between the last three, but I still thought this match was very good. Um, uh, obviously, uh, I'm a big fan of Natsupoi and Tom getting it. Uh, because I am all about um, bear erasure, erasure. Uh, uh, get <laughs> that is my that's my that's my gimmick. Uh, uh, obviously, to upset all uh, Joshi fans. Uh, so yeah, no uh, less titles off of uh, uh off of the bear, the the better. That's what that's what I that's what I've always said. I'm not even gonna comment. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah you're, you're, you're riling people up and i'm okay with it on purpose on purpose baby that's all i do uh you know but uh very good i, I also think you know i jokingly uh, say stuff about kagama in that sense but the other way there's also uh we just took the title off of hazuki who is uh doing pretty good in the five star um so undefeated i don't know maybe we are opening the door for hazuki to maybe do some i mean the five stars still got ways to go but you know maybe maybe we can get hazuki to challenge maybe that's the one person that i don't think hazuki has challenged for the world of stardom title match uh, against shuri yet i don't think that's happened yet so maybe Maybe that's the match. Maybe. That sounded like a, a ship passing by. How, how you did that it. That was pretty good. Uh, I, think, I think I could agree to that. I think I did pretty good that. That was a pretty fantastic, pretty fantastic spot. Uh, the other matches happened on the show, of course. I think there was some uh, some other good stuff in here. The Artists of Stardom title match. Uh, Oedo Tai, Momo Watanabe, Sakashima, and Starlight Kid all uh, doing their hair or, or and or mask hair. I guess, uh, in color scheme, uh, defeated the team of Mina Shirakawa, Unagi, Sayaka, and Saki uh, to retain the Artists of Stardom title match. Any thoughts about this match, Scotty? Uh, really good. I liked that they actually had Momo Watanabe win instead of Saki Kashima. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was a good re- reestablishment with, almost. With the trio that they were facing... You didn't. You didn't have to do anything less than have a dominant win for yeah. either Momo or Kid. You didn't need the scary save. Yeah. So yeah, I think it worked. Yeah, this match didn't have to be a building up Saki Kashima. It was a reestablishment of who these people are. I guess. Uh, there was also the Captain's Fall six-man match. Uh, Azume, Lady C, and Utami Hayashishida defeated the team of Mayu Iwatani, Momokogo, and Saya Ida. Uh, fine. 
good, pretty good. These these next four top of the card or bottom of the card four matches are very much like I feel like we can just group them all together as pretty good. Um, nothing outstanding, nothing terrible. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was filler. Yeah. Rest of the matches, Ami Saray and Mirai defeated Tima Julia, Mai Sakurai, and Rina and Ruaka. Uh, Micah defeated Hina. And Hanan defeated Miyu Amasaki to retain the future of stardom title match. Hanan keep, keeps doing it. Keeps doing it for that title, you know? Just unbelievable yep. reign here. She defends it again at... New Blood Four, which is this week. Hanan, uh, how many? How many? How many? What's her number here now at this point? What's her number I here at this point? She's at nine, 10? nine, ten. Oh, let's see, nine or ten. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight defenses. Uh, nine. This was sorry. This would be nine. Number nine defense. It looks like. What's that? Uh, I think. Actually, I don't know anymore. Um, you know, she's great. I love Hanan. Um, definitely the future. Um, all right. So that is Stardom X Stardom. Uh, before we go, Scotty, I just want to end the show. We welcome you back. Uh, and I think there is no better way to welcome you back than just a fun little game, uh, that I have set up for us, uh, for you specifically. (coughs) Oh, God, he's dying. I mentioned the game and he immediately dies. Well, since we didn't preview any shows either, I don't want to do any real previews, so I just figured a game would be fun. Are you down for a game, Scotty? Scotty, Scotty, did you cut? I think you cut. Oh, no, you're there. Okay, I thought you cut out for a second there. Uh, Well, then let's do a game. Let's do a fun little game. Get some music going. Set the mood. I don't like this. (laughs) So this game... is called new or old oh jeez. uh we didn't preview any shows but i figured it's still good to get something out there uh so i have a list of 10 matches here and you have to tell me scotty if this match if a match that i give you is from is an upcoming match to nwa 74 this oh, weekend fuck. ah <laughs> Or it's a match that has taken place on a pay-per-view for NWA in the past year. Whoa, NWA should die. Oh my god. The music the music mixed with you saying the NWA should die is probably the funniest thing that has happened on the show. Alright, here we go. <laughs> Scotty, are you ready to play? Two nights? Did you say two nights? Two nights. Why? No, no, no. no NWA no. 74. Oh, no, 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 no. He's getting out of his chair. Listen, the NWA shouldn't have one night, let alone <laughs> two. They don't have a brand. They don't have a company to run these things. Their roster stinks. No offense to Trevor Murdoch, but hey, you know what? They have a useless sack of shit called Tyrus. He can be uh, released. He can be sent to federal prison. As far as I'm concerned, a useless piece of shit. And you know what? This company sucks, okay? And I'm happy Dexter Loomis left them in the dust. They weren't good enough for Dexter Loomis because they fucking blow. (laughs) Get on with the game! (laughs) 
Are you ready to play? New or old? Like you said, I'll give you a match that's either happening this weekend at NWA 74, night one or night two, in which case you'll have the answer of new, or it's a match that took place. Flair wrestling? <laughs> would it be on brand for them? Would be. Uh, or it's old, which old would be a match that has taken place for the NWA in the past year. So let's play NWA 74, new or old. Match number one, Trevor Murdoch versus Mike Knox for the NWA World's Heavyweight title. Old. I don't have a dinger of what is correct or wrong, so ding, 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 ding. That is correct. It is an old match. That was for the world title? That was a world title match. I will give you a bonus point, Scotty, if you can tell me what pay-per-view that match happened at the NWA in the past year. This shit really sucks. Is that the name of the pay-per-view? Yeah. Eh, no, it is Hard Times 2. Hard Times 2. I'll, t- I'll tell you about Hard Times. <laughs> In actuality, the match is going to be Murdoch versus Tyrus for the title, and then Mike Knox versus Bully Ray in a tables match. We're at NWA 74 this weekend. You're kidding. Nope. Match number two. Colby Carino versus Caprice Coleman. <laughs> Please say new. Ding, 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 ding. That is a new oh. match that is happening this weekend at NWA 74. Oh, my God. This company is canceled. Match number three. Mercur- Mercurio versus Magic Jake Dumas. I don't even know what the fuck that means, man. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? What? I'm old. I don't know. Eh, incorrect. It is a new match. It is happening this weekend at NWA 74. Please stop saying at NWA 74. <laughs> Next match. Camille versus Kylan King for the NWA World Women's title. New? Eh, incorrect. It is an old match. Uh, I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me what pay-per-view that match Hard times! Eh, also incorrect. It happened at NWA Always Ready, the Matt Cardona uh, pay-per-view, themed pay-per-view where he was injured and could not compete. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, The actual match that's happening this weekend... Uh, is uh, Camille versus Taya Valkyrie. Camille versus Taya Valkyrie. Uh, next match, Nick Aldis versus Flip Gordon. I know that's new. Correct! That is new! You're at three points here. Nick Aldis versus Flip Gordon is happening this weekend. Are you excited about it? I will not watch it. Really, really gives me Villain Enterprises vibes. Am I right? Am I right, won't folks? He, won't he? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Remember remember they were feuding right before the pandemic? Remember? Anyways. I'm shocked this company hasn't signed Marty Skrull. I'm, I'm, that's, that's what I'm saying, man. I think if there's any company that will bring Marty Skrull back, it is the NWA. So get ready. I don't know anything. Uh, next one, 
Homicide versus Austin Aries versus Colby Carino versus Daria Lockhart for the NWA World's Junior Heavyweight title match. What? No, no, no. Go say that again. Homicide. Homicide versus Austin Aries versus Colby Carino versus Darius Lockhart for the NWA World Junior Heavyweight title. That's old. Ding, 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 ding. That is know. correct. Is Darius Lockhart wrestle anymore? I don't know. I was putting this game together and I was like, whatever happened to Darius Lockhart? Like he the, had a lot of hype coming into this year. Yeah, he had a lot of hype and I don't know what happened to him. I think he's a pretty good wrestler. I don't think he's that bad. I think he's good on the mic. I don't know what's happening. Anyways, I think I think a family member died is what I heard. Um, but he hasn't been around since I think April or May. So I don't know what happened. Um, I'll give you a bonus point. Can you tell me what show this past year did that four-way for the junior heavyweight title happen at? I don't fucking care. I should give you. I should give you the list of pay-per-views that have happened this. Past yeah, year. like I don't know why you think I know these names. <laughs> that's a, that's a great point. I don't know why I assumed you would know what these shows were called. Uh, so you had uh, NWA Hard Times, you have the Crockett Cup, you have Always Ready, uh, you have, uh, I don't know why I'm saying I'm not a wrestling historian, but I know all of NWA's past shows, uh, <laughs> said Always Ready, uh, the Crockett Cup, uh, Empower, uh, NWA 73, um, I think that's it, I think that's all of them. So Empower 73, Crockett Cup Always ready, hard times too. Those are your options. Crockett Cup. Ding, 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 ding. That is correct. Happened at the Crockett Cup. They had a tournament over television, and the the title tournament ended uh, to crown the first ever new World Junior Heavyweight Champion at Crockett Cup Night 2. The actual match that's happening this weekend is Homicide versus Kerry Morton for the World Junior Heavyweight title. Uh, next match, uh, the Hex, Allison K and Marty Bell versus Kylan King and Red Velvet for the NWA World Women's Tag Team Title. That's old. Ding 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 ding. That is correct. Do you know what show that happened at? Empower. That is also correct. You're at seven points out of a possible fifteen. So I be cooking. You're more than 50%. The actual match that's happening this weekend is the Hex uh, trying to recapture their titles against Pretty Empowered. Do you know who Pretty Empowered are? No. Of course not. Who does? Um, I think it's Kenzie <laughs> Page and Ella Envy. Apparently I do, actually. Uh, why do I know so much about the NWA, but I don't know what happened at All Out last year? Moving on. Uh, I think you need to. Uh, you need to fix your uh, preferences. I, something's wrong in my brain. Next up, Davy Richards versus Thrill Billy Silas for the MLW national title. I don't even know what that means. What do you mean? I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know what that last name was. Thrill Billy Silas. He's the Thrill Billy Silas for the MLW has, national open weight title. This has to be new. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. That is a new. That is happening this weekend. An MLW title match 
uh, Davey Richards' second defense for a title that we have not seen him win yet. You know, I think I think MLW and NWA should work together to uh, cancel each other. Yeah, that's common, I guess. And then Jacob Fatu can go somewhere where his talents are appreciated. <laughs> what about Hammerstone? What about Richard Holiday and his girlfriend Jacob, Alicia Atut? Then, then Jacob Fatu can go somewhere where he's appreciated. Next match. We have two matches left, Scotty. We're almost done. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate you for doing this. Uh, Chris Adonis versus James Storm for the NWA national title. It's a thinker. It's a thinker, Scotty. That's old. Ding, ding, ding. That is correct. That isn't old. Do you know what show that happened at? You look like you're falling asleep in the chair. <laughs> Hard time. Incorrect. It happened at NWA 73 last year, in fact. This this match happened. God, I hate this company! The actual match that's happening this weekend is Jax Dane versus Scion. I don't even know what that means. The NWA national title. Scion? Jax Dane? Jax Dane? Scion? Scion? Basically, Scion is just Robert Anthony in a mask. Where the fuck do they find these people? Uh, indies, I guess. No! Well, Scion... No, not, they were never on the indies either. Well, Scion is a mask character that is just Robert An- Ego Anthony in a mask. That's all it is. So, I mean, it, he's a good wrestler, so there's something there. Uh, and then finally, uh, the last match here is a 10-team ma- battle royal featuring the Fixers, Hawks Re, the Ill-Begotten, the Miserably Faithful, Gold Rush, the Country Gentleman, the Non, Rough and Ready, and two more teams. Is that happening this weekend, or has that already happened? That's going to be the greatest accomplishment of all time, that you named all those teams, and I didn't know a single one. You're not a big fan of the Miserably Faithful? Miserably Faithful, the tag team with Sal Renaro and the Gimp guy. That's right. There's a wrestler in this company that is a Gimp, and that is their character. New. Ding, 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 ding. That is correct, Scotty, for 10 points out of 15 points. This has been New or Old. That match, by the way, is happening for the new... NWA United States Tag Team Championships. They have more titles. They are introducing a new title in a battle royal. The NWA should die. And that is it, everybody, for Ring Post Radio. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, A lot of stuff you can check us out in. Uh, we have a new episode of Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything, episode three, that has just come out uh, yesterday. No, we don't. He's I'm not lying to you. It is, in fact, on the Countout Patreon, patreon.com forward slash countoutpod. Um, we'll have the newest episode. Uh, Scotty, it's an oldie but a goodie. Do you want to talk about what that match was that we reviewed uh, or watched nope. on Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything? Nope. All right, then I will, because someone's <laughs> got to. Uh, it was Mako Satamora. It was Mako Satamora versus Akira Hokuto from Gaia Japan. Absolutely phenomenal stuff. They beat the absolute snot out of each other. The reactions that Ryan had throughout the entire match were absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's one of the best uh, Joshi matches I've seen. 
Yeah. Uh, easy, easy five star classic for anyone that wants to check it out. And it's on YouTube. So it's easy for uh, you to check it out alongside me and Ryan as we watch it because it's a lot of fun and has one of the best finishes you will see in a wrestling match. So check it out. I'll make it even easier and say that uh, because it's already on YouTube and it's a super old match, no copyright strike. So I I didn't blur out any of the match. It's right there. You can just watch it while we're watching it. So I think it, it's cro- I cropped it a little bit and it's and the image was flipped, but it's basically the same thing. If you want to watch it in full, it's also on YouTube. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, no. So that is out. Uh, we also have two other episodes as well for Ryan hasn't seen anything. So join the Patreon. That's on the five dollar tier. The Patreon.com forward slash Countout Pod. We greatly appreciate it for you to join that tier and watch the episode number three of the ten episode series. We have more on the way, of course. Scotty, anything to plug? And also, what is your match of the week? Oh me, it's Scotty Wrestling. As you can tell, my sickness has caught up with me. I am on. The brink of death here. I think the sickness caught up with you, and the game brought the sickness come out more. Yeah, like you allow no, this. You allow. You wanted. You hated the game so much that you wanted to die and allow the sickness. It's all about the game and how you play it. <laughs> Johnny Gargano style. What's your match of the week? Well, out of all the matches we didn't talk about, that happened in the last week. Not necessarily. Remember, we resolved that rule a little bit. Nope. You don't remember, or you don't uh, abide by the by the non rule. Exactly. All he, is, of them. he is the CEO of. Bitch I'm staying truthful to my word, and I will say, Brian Danielson versus Red to Death Daniel Garcia, best two out of three falls from AEW Dynamite. Just an absolutely fantastic match. Uh yeah, Brian Danielson, pretty good. I will also pick a match from the same show, uh the main event, Kenny Omega, Matt and Nick Jackson. Kenny Omega Wait returns versus Are Andrade you Bush me and Dragon. You're not picking Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn versus Brian Pillman Jr. and Garrett Garrison? I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it, but ultimately I decided uh I might it was either, it was either that or uh, Cora Jade versus Roxanne Perez. I think those were the two options, but I decided for the trios main event uh, with the return of the one and only Kenny Omega. I felt that that might be the return is what really brought it over the edge for me, uh, not the match. Um, so, you know, it's. I feel the battle cry. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryan Itzy. You, of course, follow Scotty at Scott E. Wrestling. I think, he, I think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow the whole show at Count Out Pod. Of course, follow, you know, subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Count Out Pod. Uh, to get that $5 tier, you get the Ryan hasn't seen anything. The best by Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We'll be back on Sunday uh, for all new episode. I believe that's all the plugs. If not, we'll see you then. Bye. This has been a Count Out Podcast.